Um, I think it's a, it's a it's a positive development. I mean, if you look at the the, the, the most well-known ones, uh, like here in, in the northwest, where there's a, a community coalition, as you put it, and then there's one in the Val Triangle, and obviously, I think the most well-noted one is the one in Bushback Ridge. I think it's a positive development because it says to us that communities are saying, "Listen, we, we, we've had enough of you big parties. We want people to focus solely on our issues." And I think it'll be a positive development going forward. Now, the key issue is. I think, as your previous, uh, I think, caller or WhatsApp caller put it, is will they be able to, to garner enough, you know, votes within councils to make sure that they advance the the issue? And I just hope that uh, you know South Africans will give them time because you, you normally find it's one or two people going in, mm. which doesn't make a huge difference in the sense of remember things come down to vote. But I think over time, as they get more experience, it should help them grow. And maybe eventually in South Africa, we'll actually see a split where it will be your normal traditional parties alongside actual community parties, which I think will hold them accountable, but also advance the community issue. Because I think that's where South Africa will be saved when communities really run a lot of these municipalities. It, it's interesting that in the end it comes down to votes it comes down to a, a seat standing up and voting a particular way but these people can make noises they can they can stand up and say profound speeches and as you say change people's minds over the next five years until the next election yes and my hope for them would be and look just giving out free consulting advice is <laughs> they, they need to actually find means to influence ward committees because I think it's probably one of the right. things which is most underreported about local government because people, I think, overly compare it to national, which is, I think, it's a wrong way to look at it. We actually need to set up strong ward committees. And a ward committee is basically getting community together, explaining to them what's happening in council, you know, breaking down budgets, breaking down what's happening with the municipality. Mm. And I think a lot of uh, South African communities are missing that element that they need strong ward committees. Now, if these smaller parties could honestly get these work committees going, which is a direct line to communities, explaining to them, listen, this is what's happening in a, like you say, in a, in a non-technical means. To say, listen, they said we're voting on this budget for the road. These are our objections because this, this contractor came in. Then communities can actually get insight into, oh, this is what's happening. And I really hope they take that direction. Let's talk about independent candidates. What's your view on, on how it was big talk leading into these elections about how independents could stand? What's your take on that? Again, it's it's a I, I call it a I mean I'm one of those people I have a a non view on it. I think it's a good thing, but a lot of times, and I think we probably need more research into it. Some of the non-dependents are people who come from the traditional party, so we always need to make a segmentation. There are those who generally come from the community. Then there are those who you do question and say, oh, okay, so you didn't get a seat in the ANC or DA, yeah. and you decided to run like this. But then the positive is that it could be this is someone who the community really likes, but they, they were hard done by the party. So I think it's one of those things that we need to give it time to see how it works out. And again, they need to build the infrastructure of trust lack of a better word, with the community to show them that, listen, I'm really here for you and not just for myself. And if they do that, again, I believe it will be a positive development. But look, unfortunately, I know South Africans hate this word, but it really is an issue of time. Mm. They're not going to go in there and make wholesale changes. If they, It's an interesting If they do well over time and South Africans say, well, you know, this independent thing really works, it's better. My only issue with independence and it is, you know, people who viewed as a panacea for everything, I think it's problematic because we have this situation in America. And remember, it's, you know, political parties were all the madness and 
uh, uh, this is speculation, there are forms of accountability within it. Yeah. What we've seen in America is that, you know, now think about it. If you are a person who is corrupt, you don't now have to buy a political party. You just have to buy one individual. One might say that's wow. a better uh, entrepreneurial prospect. So I think they need to find means and ways to be more accountable to the communities because they're a one-person vote. But you must remember that you represent the community, and I think that's what they need mm. to be wary of. I, I was having a look at the independent that stood in my ward, and they got 12 votes out of the thousands that are available, you know, tens of thousands. Uh, is, is that just a poor independent? They haven't done the work to be a community leader. I think it, it, it can only represent that because my, my viewpoint is that you stand as an independent because in you, the community has sort of whispered to you that, listen, we're for you. Uh, we get you. We actually know you, as you're saying. You, you are someone we know, and therefore we, we are willing to trust you. Right. I think it's, that's the majority of the case. And also, you know, sometimes South Africans are very traditional in how we do things. We, you know, in as much as we love new technology, you know, we still have the post office. <laughs> so we're that, we're that type of nation. So it could also mean that we need to probably, you know, give them a chance of it, wise up a bit to say, listen. But again, it, it's going to go back to what you said. Do we really know you? What have we done? You can't be a Johnny come lately and say, hey, look, I've got an idea. Let me run. Trust me. And people are like, we don't know you. Where do you come from? Uh, let's talk about the IEC for a bit. Some criticism, as you heard in, in voice notes and some messages we've been getting through the day. How do you think they've fared in a very quick turnaround for elections? Uh, two points. One, if you remember the lead up to the election that during the court case, they did say they were open that, look, we are not altogether ready. In fact, if we had our first with us, that, you know, we would be given uh, uh, more, more time to do this. Notwithstanding that, I think, look, you've got one job in over four or five years. Mm-hmm. You will take the provincial and national government election. How, will you, how did you respond to that? And I think there's rightful criticism. But where I maybe depart with more of the mainstream criticism is this. Because who, who, a lot of people say, look, what about the issue of turnout? And my retort to that is, who, who are people voting for? The IEC and political parties. And I think sometimes it's good to raise questions. Where I raise questions about the, the IEC is, look, COVID has shown us that we can vote, we can do many things online, and we still have the services of the post office for maybe our older uh, citizens in South Africa. Why are they not heavily pushing the idea to say, why can't I vote from my own bed? Mm-hmm. I do everything else, I shop from my bed, why can't I do that? Now, I know they're going to say, listen, we've put the idea to Parliament, and they're the ones who are hesitant, but I think this has shown them that they need to advance that. And then they also just need to look at ways to say, how do you use the post office to, you know, mail-in mail uh, mail voting, which is a, a big feature in America. And I think it will actually help uh, help our older citizens. And we'll say, listen, that's how you really get democracy working, where you give people different options. And I think that, that's why I would criticize them. But the issue of turnout and how they handle certain things, I think it's fair criticism. But the key one of the issue of voter turnout, I think that's a political party issue. And it speaks about we need civic education in South Africa to explain the importance of voting. Dr. Kahisa Poe, when you talk about this attendance, the, the low turnout attendance, will political parties learn from this in the next five years? Well, they have to, because I think uh, the trend would be, if you don't listen, South Africans have shown them that if you don't have time for us, we won't have time for you. Now, the, the sad thing is elections will go on regardless. You know, oh. Elections don't need a huge turnout. Elections are, by their nature, electoral. People will go, whether it's one person or three people, a result will come out. 
But I think what it has shown them, and, and I'm happy about this, is that South Africans are starting to maybe be a bit more weary and say, listen, you guys aren't doing the job for us. My hope, and this is, is that, listen, more than you staying at home, because if you stayed at home, okay, you stayed at home. But I'm hoping that the next step you take is to say, let me inform myself about how local government works. Let me find the correct structures, and let me play a positive role. So that next time when I say, listen, I didn't vote, I can also say, but I've been involved in my community, and I'm making sure that I'm standing up as a community leader. I'm holding my council accountable. So, I'm not, uh, so my, vote, my non-vote is based on the fact that I'm simply not happy with the option, but I'm playing a positive role in my community.